This is the Squared Goal Podcast with Mark Morris and Jared Maruyama. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Squared Co. Podcast. I am your host, Mark Morris, and with me, Mr. Jared Maruyama. Welcome back to the show, Jared. (laughs) It's good to be back. Thank you. There you go. There you go. Uh, So for everybody listening, this will be, I think this is only our second time doing this type of an intro. Do you like this format? I do. do Well, what I like about it is that we can kind of talk about how it went, like, you know, when we're just starting off with the thing, we don't get a chance to sort of uh, recap until we do the monthly recaps. But by then, it's not as fresh in our mind. So this is kind of a nice right. way, I think, of uh, setting it up. So with that, setting it up, we're doing a movie review. And this is a little bit different than our It one, our It movie review, because this is a little bit of an older movie. Uh, we are reviewing Monsters University. We had the Retro Rewind podcast to join us for the Monsters University and I was actually a guest on their show for the Sword in the Stone we reviewed. Mm-hmm. And before this one, we did Monsters, Inc. So we mentioned this several times in the actual episode, but definitely go back and listen to their episode where I'm a guest and we talk about Monsters, Inc. Yeah, I think it's worth a, a worth a listen before this episode. because it, it, Not that it, you have to, but uh, it gives you some context and you can see just how crappy... Mark is about reviewing Monsters, Inc. Go listen to it. You'll be furious <laughs> and then come back to uh, to this episode. Uh, I was surprised at your your review of that film. Were you surprised at like because the setup is yes. that you you predict what you're on their retro. We rind. you predict what you're going to think right. about this movie before you watch it. Right. Yeah. So yeah. So they have a, a rating schedule or system and you rate what you you guess what you think your rating is going to be before you watch it. Yeah. And then you give your actual rating after you watch it. So, so. yeah. So it's a pretty, pretty harsh review. Anyway, uh, their, <laughs> their show is very structured. Uh, they have very specific questions right, and how right. they go through anything. This, what you're about to hear is the complete opposite. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is pure rambling. For about a, yeah, about it's a you know I have to say that I really admire what Francisco does, um, and I've mentioned to you this to you off air. He has like a checklist and is mm-hmm. very very structured even before they start recording, and then once the recording does start, you know it's very orderly, um, yeah. and it's great it for their podcast. For us, we are super. All over the place. Yes. It's just a mess. Sort of but, like um, this intro that, right That's here. how we roll. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So we should probably just exactly. get to it. Yeah. So, but before we do, um, there's a couple dates coming up. Jared, yours is more important. So let's talk about yours. What do you have coming up? Mine's always more important. Um, I'll be at Wonderground Gallery. So <laughs> this will be, yeah, this will be next week. So I'm going to be at Wonderground Gallery Saturday, October 21st uh, from 2 to 4. Uh, doing a, an autograph session there with a, a couple of other artists. But um, yeah, I will be there. Uh, this is at the Disneyland Resort in the downtown Disney uh, area. It's not in the park. It's actually separate. Right. So come on by if you're in the area and say hello. Yeah, and we'll definitely be posting more of this to let you guys know. So if you follow us on the social media, uh, which you should be, we are Squared Co. And there'll be a bunch of 
posts and links uh, reminding you to go see Jared on Saturday. Yeah, and I'm doing a little contest on my on my site. Okay. Uh, so go to my website, jmariama.com, and go to the blog, and I'm just doing a drawing. So if you share the information on your social media, you get put into a drawing, and you can win some prizes, uh, including a Kingdom of Cute blind box. So, okay. Uh, that's can I it. win the no. contest? Nope. Sorry. New, okay. not you or members of your family. Rigged. Yep. Um, so, all right. The Before we bring on our episode and our guest, um, the only other thing I wanted to mention is that in November, on November 11th and 12th, Jared and I will both be at DesignerCon in Pasadena. So if you're in Southern California. One booth away from Yeah. Each other. So we actually are at different booths, but we happen to be really close to each other. Um, so you'll be able to see both of us. If you go to this convention, so it's in Pasadena. If you're in Southern California on November 11th and or 12th, uh, you definitely need to stop by. It's a really, really cool convention. Even if you're not there to see us, it's definitely worth checking out. Um, but so if you're there, without f- you might as well come see <laughs> us. <laughs> you might as well go to see the Squared Co. booth. All right, let's talk monsters. And that's it. All right, so here we go with the Monsters University review with the Retro Rewind podcast. Gentlemen, enjoy. Welcome to the Squared Co. podcast, Mr. Francisco Ruiz and Paul Powers. Welcome uh, the Retro Rewind podcast, gentlemen. Hey. Hi. Yeah, thanks for having us, Mark and Jared. So um, for everybody who is listening to this right now, if you are coming from the Monsters Inc. episode from the Retro Rewind podcast, thank you for coming. Yeah, Um, totally. And if you are a Squared Co. podcast listener, we just, um, I think it's your latest, at least when you're listening to this, it'll be the Retro Rewind podcast latest episode where we reviewed Monsters, Inc. And this is the follow-up to that. So if you haven't listened to that one yet, uh, be sure to check that out when you're done here. Exactly. It's episode um, 129 if you're yeah. looking for it. So good about that there number. You go. yeah. Yeah. How did you guys get started doing this podcast? Was there, like, I haven't listened to all the episodes. There's quite a few at this point, but yeah. I, I know, I'm sure you've covered it probably at some point, but how, how did you guys get this idea to do this particular podcast? It wasn't my idea, so I'll let Francisco <laughs> answer that. <laughs> uh, you know, it's, and I don't think we've actually covered it on the show proper because we try to say pretty much just the movies Mm -hmm. like sometimes i have this issue that people don't want to hear about our story they just want to hear about the movies okay (laughs) um so anyway next question well now you're here and you can (laughs) you can tell your story here and refer people to the squared co podcast episode so here you go i would love to so what happened was uh paul and i met in college originally i'll try to keep this part short but it's too late i feel (sighs) gosh um (laughs) (laughs) Paul and I met in college, became good friends. Uh, We were like, we were best mans at each other's wedding. So we're we're pretty tight. But uh, that's when I lived in California and I've since moved up to Portland, Oregon. And uh, after that, him and I would talk pretty infrequently. um, But whenever we did chat, we'd usually talk about movies. Mm -hmm. So this is like, moved up here 2008, uh, getting on to be about 2011, I decided I'm going to get into this podcasting. I've been listening to podcasts for a while. I'm going to give it a go. So I do this one podcast about being a dad. I was a soon-to-be dad at that point. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, that podcast had pod-faded, 
but uh, I did <laughs> pod do, faded. That's that's an official term. You listen to podcasts on podcasts. I haven't heard that, so this is already educated. Is that where the files become corrupt and no longer listenable? Listenable? (laughs) No, it's where the podcast mother and father don't actually meet (laughs) and kiss in their past. Something happened? No. Uh, It's just just where you don't do the podcast anymore, pretty much. Anyway, I thought, you know what? I, I think it'd be fun to do this show. Me and Paul always talk about movies. Maybe him and I could do a show about old movies that we liked as kids and uh, see if those movies still live up to uh, to rewatching today. So that's pretty much was the genesis of the Retro Rewind podcast. It's, it's a, so, um, sorry, go ahead. Jay. No, I was just saying it's a fun show. I've only listened to a few episodes. Okay, I've listened yeah. to the ones where uh, where you've had Mark on. And other than slowing down the whole episode, <laughs> it's still very entertaining. <laughs> oh, that's um, good. Yeah. But uh, and is there any like you guys have sort of a process for for picking the films as well, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. This is actually really fun. Mm -hmm. I think it's cool that you guys do this. Yeah. Thank you for mentioning that, uh, Jared. Uh, What we what we originally did was Paul and I just came up with movies that we we know we had seen. Both of us had seen in our as kids. And And we liked and Mm -hmm. that we like. Well, not always that we liked, but that the our criteria was that we had both seen it as kids it had been two years or more since we had seen it, so we could go to it fresh, and that was right. 15 years or older. Uh, and then, so we compiled a list of several movies. Then we put it up on, I found a site called Ranker.com, which is used for a variety of things, but we used it pretty much just for a way for uh, people that listen to the show and want to um, decide on what movies they want us to cover. They could vote up and down the movies they want us to cover. So we still use that mechanism. It's gone from uh, a list of like a hundred movies to a short list of fifteen in recent in recent months. But yeah, essentially, if you go to retrorewindpodcast.com/vote, you get to vote up and down the movies you want us to cover. And so that way, in that way, we can be almost not really accountable to the listeners, but we're. We're, we're we're directed by the listeners as to what you want us to cover, as opposed to Escape from Witch Mountain, which apparently no one wants to, us to talk about. I don't yeah. know why. But. All right. So before we start talking about Monsters U, Jared, did you rewatch Monsters, Inc. before, like, mm. during this whole rewatching Monsters University, did you also rewatch Monsters, Inc.? So I was listening or to the episode. did you just rewatch you? University. No, I, I was listening to the episode today and uh, getting all flustered about it. And then uh, <laughs> so I thought, oh, well, I'm going to put this on again because it had been a while since I've actually watched it just to kind of see. So I, I watched a little bit of it today. I, I didn't watch the whole thing, though, but I did not fall asleep like Francisco. So oh. <laughs> I just ran out of time. Well, so. <laughs> yeah, I ran out of awake time. <laughs> All right, so let's let's go ahead and jump into talking about and reviewing uh, Monsters University. Great. So before um, we talk about act- the actually rewatching the movie, I want to hear about your just your knowledge of Monsters University before seeing it recently. So I know for a fact because we mentioned this in the Monsters Inc uh, episode that Francisco, you had never seen Monsters University. Well, right? um, is that correct? Mostly true. Yeah, I, I saw. <laughs> I was on a plane, flying somewhere I don't know where, and I saw bits and pieces of it in the 
person in the like chair TV of the person next to me. Uh, every so often, <laughs> Which is I'd look probably over. the worst way to watch a movie. <laughs> but but um, yeah, I didn't have audio or anything, and so that that was my first experience of Monsters University. Not yes, not the ideal setting. So was it? Was that? Uh, were you impressed with what you saw no. on someone else's screen? <laughs> not, not so much. And also, I. Even like my prediction when we did Monsters Inc. was tragic. I didn't have that much that much of a fond feelings for the monsters uh, universe. So I, I was like, oh, okay, that's right. that's just more monsters. Great, cool. I'll <laughs> go. So not excited. <laughs> I didn't see it in theaters either. In fact, I just saw it for the first time um, within this past year. Really? Um, yeah, and. I guess. Well, I didn't really care for the first one, the first <laughs> monster, the Monsters Inc. Uh, I was like, it's okay. Uh, you rated so it I, a classic, Paul. Yes. Yeah. Because, <laughs> as yes. it deserves. Moving on. Um, so there really must have been other movies at the time that were coming out in theaters that I'd rather spend my money on, and I don't remember which ones. But I, I rem- not being excited when Monsters University came out. Yeah, I'm sure if movies uh, going to the theater only cost a dollar, I would have gone and seen this. But, sure. Uh, that's not the case. So. <laughs> but they don't. No. She has to be more selective. Exactly. Uh, Jared, what about you? Do you remember seeing this or like what your expectations were before seeing it for the first time? So I'm a crazy Disney Pixar fan. So, awesome. you know, I, I know about these things years before. I'm waiting for these things. I'm, I'm <laughs> reading about it and watching the trailers and all that stuff. So going into it, aside from the fact that it was a sequel and I wasn't, you know, the Toy Story sequels are great. Uh, Cars 2 had come out before this as well. So you know, oh, I not, liked Cars too. I was one of the few people that did. Anyway, yeah, really? exactly. So, <laughs> um, <laughs> so you know, I know this was a very like uh, beloved film by most, and a lot of people wanted a sequel for this mm-hmm. for this film. I, I I always prefer when they have a new film, but uh, so I wasn't like uh, a crazy Monsters Inc. fan, so I wasn't going nuts over this particular one. Um, but I did go see it in the theater. As a tangent to that. I haven't seen The Good Dinosaur, and I'm, I know a lot of people don't like The Good Dinosaur. Jared, I'm, I'm curious if you like liked The Good Dinosaur. It has its problems for sure. Like, uh, okay. you, you know, you can, it's one of those films where you kind of watch it and you get a sense that like this was a couple different films. <laughs> oh, okay. I mean, like there are parts that are very good and there are parts that are sort of head scratching and, and okay. So I, you know, I never think it's a waste of time to see a, you know, a Pixar film, but yeah. I, mm-hmm. that I wouldn't, I don't think that ended up high on my list of, of favorites. Oh. Yeah. Cool. Thank you. Yeah, I think I saw that once uh, in the theater and then I didn't, well, you watch everything in this theater it. mark. That's so. right. That's right. <laughs> yeah, I do. <laughs> I, I recently, and this is regrettable. I saw the My Little Pony movie. Whoa. Oh, I did too. Oh my goodness, I, okay. bronies! I not, <laughs> I'm not a brony yeah. though. No, I'm not. I'm not even a brony. I just like Francisco said. I see everything in the theater. And what's your was, excuse, Paul? <laughs> um, <laughs> I have the Movie Pass card that oh. I can see any movie. Oh. All right, fair enough. So basically, it's free. <laughs> okay, um, you know this is this episode. I'm usually the one who's taking the tangents, but I've got a partner in crime now with the master interrupter, ah, yeah. um, Paul Powers here. So, Jared and Francisco, you might have to try and reel us back into Monsters 
talk if we want to move forward with this. Yes. Otherwise, it's just going to be a bunch of tangents. That's right. Um, but anyways, I will I will uh, get us back on track right now, and we will transition into our uh, general thoughts on the movie. Well, you know, so, you didn't say about you. What was your oh, pre yeah. going into this uh, back in 2013? What was your knowledge of the film? So I actually remember seeing this. I and. <laughs> A lot of people are going to scoff at this because yes. <laughs> it's not something that a normal person would probably do. But I love going to the movies so much that even when I go on vacation, I go to the movies on oh, vacation. Here, here. Bravo. Yeah. So um, I remember seeing this. I was at I went to Salt Lake City oh. for we went to like a ski resort. Mm. And the first day we got there, like late afternoon. So it was kind of like. You really just have time to check in and like settle in. But we had a few hours, you know, where we didn't have anything to do. So we looked up a local movie theater and the Monsters uh, University was playing. Mm -hmm. nice. So that's how I saw it. Uh, my initial like expectations and everything. I was actually a big fan of the original Monsters Inc. at the time. Mm -hmm. You know, if you listen to our review more recently, my review has kind of shifted and changed but at the time i was i loved that the monsters inc universe so i was i wouldn't say i was like super overly excited but i definitely you know was like excited to return to this world mm -hmm. that was my, those were my kind of initial thoughts and expectations uh, for the film so let's jump into general thoughts after we did start viewing the movie uh we'll start with paul Yo. Um, what were some of the things and you know what we can go we don't have to go all likes and then dislikes um give me something you liked or disliked uh, about monsters university i oh, let's start at the beginning uh, at the beginning with the young mike wazowski when but when he was small <laughs> uh he follows the scarer into the human world's bedroom. Mm -hmm. And I thought they did a really good job of creating tension really early in the totally. movie. Because oh I, when he went in there, I was, I was almost on the edge of my seat. And I'm like, what is happening here? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I'm going to jump our uh, leap going, doing a callback from our episode. I'm going to leap off of your response and talk about baby Mike Wazowski. That one of the likes I had too is that he was so freaking adorable. Oh my yeah. goodness, yes. I mean, you could not get create a cuter monster. The voice acting was great. Yeah. Um the the look of the character was great. And he was just adorable, you know, from head to Horns, which is horn to horn to toes. It's even more amazing because when you look at that character, there is not much to play with as far as yeah. aging up yeah. and down. He's, so the eyeball gets a little an, bit bigger, or the <laughs> the pupil gets bigger. He, you know, like there's not much, but it is. He's an adorable. eyeball with arms and legs. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, pretty and um, yeah. You just throw what a braces or a retainer on yeah. him. Yeah, to, but <laughs> yeah. Going off of what Jared just said, yeah, the I I noticed how much they did with his eye eyelid, I guess. Mm -hmm. I just how mm -hmm. and it is amazing to me how much emotion was evoked just in how that was positioned. Right, oh, that's yeah, amazing. Point. Yeah, and I I'm I'm on board with you, Mark. I I loved and not just Mike Wazowski as a kid, but just he was so bright eyed through so much of this movie. I just I was so yeah. swept up and caught up in that his his optimism 
All right, so I lied. We're just going to do like. Right now, so. <laughs> you know what? Jared. Um, just Jared, to interrupt. It's, it's your turn. No, no <laughs> I, I, I'm the master interrupter. Right. So I'm going to uh, actually go before young Mike Wazowski. And Mark, we talked oh, about no. the, the title <laughs> sequence, uh, yeah. how you liked it in Monsters, Inc. And what I liked about this movie is that they actually played the, with the fonts of the Monsters University in the title sequence. <laughs> so I like actual right. story mm-hmm. in the title sequence. Yes. How you see him like yeah. studying. and I, Oh, and I thought the animation in this one was so much more beautiful than in... Monsters Inc. Sorry, Mark. I know you're a fan of so, Monsters Inc. No, no. Well, I like both of them. And this one, so the cool thing with this one, it was a lot shorter. Yes. Um, and to Paul's point, it it did tell a story and it did, it bridged the gap in, you know, a few minutes yeah. from baby Mike to college bound Mike. Mm-hmm. It showed him like studying really hard and it actually kind of bridged that transition between the two scenes. Oh, I did. Uh, I did love that opening right. animation scene too. And I was very excited that they did sort of maintain that, that they were starting with a with an animated bit. Um, so yeah, that was that was cool. And I just to say, I, I enjoyed this opening title sequence better than the Monsters Inc. one. <laughs> I I, I, yeah, I think we gathered that. Yeah. Part. Okay. <laughs> good. Thanks all for right. making sure we all the dots were. Just, what? Just I'm rubbing it more. Right just boring. circling it back. Okay. Now we can get. Sorry, Jared. Now it's your turn. What's up? <laughs> Yeah, Jared, go ahead. Uh, let's see. I mean, there was a lot to like in this film. So it's not one of my favorite Pixar films, but I, mm. I think overall that what I was uh, most amazed at seeing it again uh, was the, the the physical look of the film, the, the colors, the textures, and, and the lighting specifically in this film. I mean, oh, one, yeah. you can't compare it to the first one because the technology was sure so, you can. so cra- crazy <laughs> different. Oh, you totally can. I, I, I mean, we but just that's did. what I mean. Yeah, exactly. But... <laughs> Uh, they they did so much with the lighting in this film that was just phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Like they didn't even have to do half of what they did with it, but they they used it uh, quite powerfully. And it just it really is a very pretty film uh, for for being such a yeah. comedy and a, like a monster film. It's a it's an unusually gorgeous film for them. Totally. You know, as you were saying yes. that, I was trying to picture where was the lighting really stand out. And you know where it really stood out for me is in the lake scene when they're both sitting mm. by the lake in the human world mm-hmm. and how it's almost like a black and white image. But mm-hmm. the way it's it's lit, it's eerie, and it, it's such a... Uh, I don't know what the word is, what the kind of mood it was, but they did a great job. I thought it was really well done. And other other moments where I noticed the lighting was in like uh, when they're in the <clears throat> the scare uh, classroom. I forget mm-hmm. what it is, but and just that 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 whole uh, auditorium looked very lit. It reminded me of like how a class in Hogwarts was. It looked mm-hmm. very similar mm-hmm. in terms of lighting and structure and and how uh, hard jeez uh, hard scrabble mm-hmm. <laughs> comes in yeah. and flies in and dims the lights. I, yeah, I I agree wholeheartedly with you Jared the, the light <laughs> in this movie is superb yeah so there are some very dramatic scenes like that but there's even a lot of like subtle things just when they go from first day of school to uh, to sort of the winter time and just a lot of things that yeah. when mm-hmm. and, and I was watching this on an iPad uh, and it was so you're very close to it <laughs> you know as opposed to watching mm-hmm. it on the TV or, or on a movie screen so um, I don't know if that enhanced it because you were so close to it and you could really, <laughs> you know, see what they were doing. But yeah, I was I was surprised at how how pretty the film was on on this viewing. Yeah, 
another so one thing that stood out to me it's i guess it's well i'm just gonna i don't know i'll i'm totally fumbling my words right now Mm -hmm. but um i like (laughs) i like the uh the campus of monsters university so they i don't know if you guys picked up on this but a lot of the buildings they actually made to look like monsters themselves so it was one of the buildings had like a lot of extra spikes to it um and it, it it added kind of to the whole atmosphere of the film because obviously it's a monster world, but they made the architecture feel both like an actual college campus and a place that would exist in a monster world. Yeah, and I'd, I'd say the the scare hall, it mm-hmm. reminded me almost yeah. of like an octopus head or something like it, which I guess mm-hmm. kind of makes sense if they're going along with the whole, or if you're... If you've ever heard of Call of Cthulhu and the whole um, HP Lovecraft, octopus is a very like signature thing for something that's scary. So mm. I, I don't know if that had any overlap with, with the design of that uh, that main building, but yeah. uh, that's what it reminded me of. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they carried a lot of that over too from the from the first film, where it it looks very like a human world, but then they make like mm-hmm. the windows have teeth or something like that. So yeah. it's, it's mm-hmm. a, yeah. it's a funny balance because you think it would go more gothic or more like monstery uh, than they did, but oh, they yeah. keep it very kind of in that middle zone. So like there was a scene where they cut to, uh, they show a classroom under the bridge. Do you remember that part at the beginning when he's first getting yeah. to the camp? underwater? Oh yeah, yeah. 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 So you think there'd be kind of more of that stuff more like, like you said, more Harry Pottery kind of a feel mm-hmm. to it, but they, they keep it very much like a, an Ivy League college. <laughs> <laughs> Paul, do you have another like? Oh, yeah. I thought the way they handled uh, Randall's arc was uh, unique. Yeah. I didn't expect oh, yeah. it to see the villain from the good guy, but I love our that. villain from yeah. the first movie be a good guy at Got the it. beginning, and then at the end, he's a bad guy. And I thought that was a, a, yeah. a good, you, good thing they did there. Do you feel like it was a little too... Con- convenience not the right word but a little too uh simple like for forced. or forced that oh he uh, sully beat me at this one thing so now i i'm totally have it out for him that seemed a and, bit much and i do have that on the dislikes is i love the fact that they addressed it <laughs> but i think they could have spent a little more time uh giving randall reasons why to hate sully yeah. and uh, mike rather mm-hmm. than just uh, a couple, you know, scenarios here where it wasn't really mean or malicious against Randall. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. that, but he took it that way. It's like, whoa, that escalated quickly. You know, yeah, it's exactly. kind of. So, do you think that they should have made him the the leader of the the other fraternity, and that could have maybe no um, made more sense as far as building that rivalry? No, I thought it was great to start him as a freshman and kind of innocent like a dweeby kind of <laughs> yeah and plus i mean honestly so i you spoke to uh man crushes i think in one of your recent episodes or maybe it was ours about ryan gosling it's fre- oh yeah it's frequent yeah. Okay. it's a frequent so topic. like turtles man- <laughs> i have a man crush on nathan fillion on, so when uh, i started hearing oh, i was gonna say mike wazowski no so when I started <laughs> wait hearing- where who was Nathan, Nathan the Fillion in this. The main roar from uh, Firefly. Guy. Oh, I know who Nathan Fillion is. I didn't know who <laughs> oh. he was in, in Monsters University. He, so he's the main 
roar guy. Okay. Yeah. And it's like, he's got the two horns. Exactly. Yes. And, um, and Which, I was like, I didn't recognize his voice. I actually, I, I saw either. his name and then I had to go look up who he actually played. Cause I did not pick up that that was, that was him. Did you know? Yeah, uh, I knew right scene? away. You did. I, okay. I, a, I, I thought crush, it was like I said. <laughs> I thought it was Putty from Seinfeld at first. But, oh, really? That that <laughs> wouldn't surprise me since he's been on other another yeah. Disney. But yeah, I was I was like, yes, I hope I hope you don't end up being a jerk. <laughs> but he turned out to be a jerk. But still, I, I enjoyed. But uh, they're monsters. Yeah. He's supposed I mean, to he be. He played a jerk. that character really well. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he. D- yeah, I think he was meant to be. A jerk, unlikable. Yeah, and yeah, that's how he got to be was. where he is. Yeah, <laughs> were any of you, anybody here a part of a fraternity in college? <laughs> Absolutely not. Were any? <laughs> no, <laughs> I was not. Yeah, uh, neither was I. So we can't speak on how accurate they depict exactly. Yeah, like the but Greek rush. It is funny because it seems to all of that fraternity stuff seemed to play more on, and I don't know if this is because you know, like animators and artists, we tend not to be the fraternity type but uh like most of it seemed to play on like 80s movies like that's what it felt like to me like animal house or or those types of movies more so than it was trying to be like an actual uh fraternity yeah Mm -hmm. it was playing to like the movie stereotypes Mm -hmm. of yeah uh, fraternities for sure the jock breaks the artist's guitar and doesn't even care keeps (laughs) on running yeah (laughs) (laughs) and actually that makes me wonder guys how did, so it sounds like we all went to college. Is that accurate? <laughs> Correct. <laughs> I don't yeah. even know. Not how to out read. anyone. <laughs> I went to the College of Hard Knocks, yo. I uh, know. Um, uh, I was curious if. Okay. I was yep. curious. Did you feel like this represented w- was similar to your own college experience? Like, did or did it just seem like a, a big stereotype? Like, ah, eh, this isn't really what college oh. was like for me. This was right out of my college experience. I got (laughs) kicked out of college and then was invited back in through this great contest. No, not at all. (laughs) (laughs) Only to get kicked out again. Yes. (laughs) Because my partner cheated. Uh, (laughs) Jared, do you have any like similarities to your college experience? No, absolutely not. But I think, uh, like I said, it, it seemed to play on this very much like a cinematic idea of college. You know, like yeah. it, it, yeah. it wasn't trying right. to be college. It was like from what we've seen in films and like it, it kind of played like some of it was a lot of fun. Some of it was a little like, eh. but um, yeah, that's how I felt. Cause even like the classroom scene, I'm like, this makes, this makes no sense as a, as a school. <laughs> Um, but you know, it was just there to sort of serve the purpose of, did any of you guys go like, so for monsters, you, most of the students and all the ones we meet, they like have on campus living where they had to kind of travel away from home to college. Mm -hmm. Did you guys have a similar experience in that regard? Yeah, Francisco and I shared a dorm together, so Mm. yeah, I would say yeah, yeah, (laughs) we're on, we lived on site pretty much. So which one of you is the Randall and which is the Mike Wazowski? <laughs> well, I'm the one that wears glasses, so I would have to say I'm You're really the Randall. Bald. And I'm taller. Yeah. And you're more bald. <laughs> and so. I were oh. <laughs> oh. And Francisco is bald. I said more, not completely. And you weren't at the time, so that's weird. <laughs> I did have a retainer, but I didn't really wear it. <laughs> the same here. <laughs> 
Uh, So for me, like I lived at home and would just commute to my college. So it was a completely different experience for me where like there was no, really no similarities at all. Mm -hmm. So is that invited to the frat house where you know the mom baked cookies and did the laundry now i wish but unfortunately no yeah me neither so uh, paul and francisco did you guys first meet as roommates or or did you yeah. sort of yeah, yeah oh you did first, yeah uh, oh so you were mike we were like my lifelong best friend is on the other side of this door <laughs> Pretty much, <laughs> not knowing that at the time. Yeah, yeah, I, I had no, <laughs> no aspirations to make a new best friend or anything like that. But <laughs> so it happened. I won he didn't over. even want you, Paul. <laughs> Way to turn my words there, Mark. Thanks. No, that's cool. I'm, I can take uh, it because I win. For, for <laughs> I, I would agree with what you guys are saying. It's pretty much was a lot of stereotypes. I, I did, I did think that. Um, Sort of the the quad and scene uh, like Rush Week, all the different um, mm-hmm. all the different organizations. Mm-hmm. I remember walking through our quad and it being like that. So some of them were pr- some of the aspects of this movie in terms of representing college were definitely on point. But um, one thing that bothered me though, and <laughs> th- this so this is one of those things that's probably just Francisco. But I I. So I love the one scene where they're in a classroom with the guy who's the scream can designer. And he's <laughs> like, you may have thought that making a scream can was boring. But it's I, I just, I love the dryness of that scene and how right. boring it actually is. I wish they showed more classes and more variety. And it seemed like all they were doing the whole time was doing the scream uh, contest. Like there were mm-hmm. no classes or no studying really. So that was... I know you can't cover all that. I'm just, I feel like there's wood shop and the door making, but that's it. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, that's I, I know I, I completely agree. Cause that was a, a funny scene. Like it was a nice sort of throwaway bit just to show that they're no longer in the scare program. But yeah, I think there were more opportunities, I think to yeah. sort of explore that and like bring that kind of Pixar humor mm-hmm. and kind of create these new tropes for, yeah. for this type of movie. Yeah. So yeah, I agree. I agree. Cause um, where's the general ed? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Greek philosophy. Oh, that'd be interesting if they had like, you know how uh, a typical thing is you take Greek mythology or something or the classics, but where you learn about oh, Greek like- monsters, but in this, you actually just learn about Greek humans. There you go. I think that'd be an interesting oh, yeah. dichotomy. Yeah. That's the right Yeah, that would be kind of cool. <laughs> I think they did that in the movie Hercules. <sighs> oh, really? They? <laughs> no. Oh my gosh. <laughs> uh, okay, so this is going to be my last uh, like, um, and it's the, I kind of mentioned this in our Monsters Inc. review, but I really like the, the fact that they created this world and they have all these different rules in the monster world, but for Monsters University, they really expanded on mm-hmm. that. So for Monsters Inc., you're pretty much stuck in that like, there's not a lot of different scenes that take you that many places. A lot of the movie happened within the Monsters Inc. building. And then you yeah. have like you go off to the restaurant and then to their apartment and a little bit of running around the city, but for the most part, it's in that one building. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, with the exception of like going through the doors and trying to find their way sure. back. But um yeah, for the most part, it's it's pretty contained. And for this a lot of it does happen at the university, but you get to see a lot more 
Um, and it felt a lot bigger, um, this movie. which So I, I liked being able to see the expansion of the world and the fact that it, in the first one, they also had a lot of variety with the monsters. And then again, for this one, they just increased that mm-hmm. a ton. So you got to see a lot more um, monsters introduced to this, different types. Uh, yeah, so that, for me, I really enjoyed seeing this expansion on the world that they created. Totally. See, that's interesting to me because uh, while I agree the scope of the, you know, how many sets and locations they, they did uh, were, were far more than the first film, but um, this to me, this sequel, as a sequel, it felt more like Cars 2, where Cars mm. 2... Just did a spy. Yeah, well, they just did a story, <laughs> right? They didn't expand too much on the world of cars. They did just a hardcore story with these characters, and I felt like that's what this one did. Whereas I liked the first film because they got to explain all this mythology of the monster world and and, mm-hmm. and how it works in conjunction with the human world, and they they didn't do a whole lot of that with this one. Um, well, this mm, is you know they didn't I, I they, they didn't expand the mythology as much as I think I would have liked to. Uh, I disagree. I think they expanded on the mythology, uh, whatever it is. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't take that class either, but that's just it. Is that they showed where the workers of Monsters Inc. come from? They have to go through all this training and all that. So I thought it was a way to expand on that aspect mm. of the yeah, and that they actually have to create the doors too because in Monsters Inc. they just had existed. Yeah. Um, so there's and then so I guess they really just expanded on like the workforce. It, but um, it laid more of the foundation definitely. But I think I see what Jared's right. saying. It's almost you want to see more of maybe uh, I don't know almost like a crack in the universes between them. Maybe there's some uh, issue where monsters are getting over or humans are getting into the monster world or just something else more that's happening that's more... uh, I mean, I'm not saying you were saying this, Jared, but I think Mm -hmm. if if I were to see something that was more of a... I'm, the word's totally blanking on me. <laughs> That's too bad for an audio podcast. <laughs> I'll tell you what, it, Jared, I would agree with you if Cars 2 went into the actual making of the cars, like, mm. oh, then, you know, where did these cars come from? And, you know, it's like, what are their innards? Are they born? Are they created or whatever? If they went into that, then I would say, yes, Monsters University is like Cars 2, but it doesn't, so I'm going to have to disagree. <laughs> <laughs> and shuts the laptop. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I, I see. I, I think maybe what it is is, like, there's all this good stuff that's hinted at, I think. Uh, but yeah. we get so distracted by, like, the games and, and these things I that take games a cool. long time. Yeah, no, they everything's, like, <laughs> cool looking, like those blobs that make them expand and oh like, my gosh that was the funniest kind of, part yeah, for me the exactly like scene. it's a lot of comedy bits in this one i think uh, that, their uh, faces at the end which, right. oh. <laughs> <laughs> so go ahead go ahead oh no no no. so that's what i just mean like i think there's it's kind of the overall feeling of this film like there's a lot of busy work in the middle and then all of the sort of um i don't know if it's a moral but the all of the kind of heavier emotions all comes at the very end of this film. Yeah. And the rest of it is just sort of a lot of fun, which isn't bad, but like, I remember watching it and thinking like, this is kind of 
light and thinking that when it was going to end with those games, I thought, ooh, this is a terrible ending. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? I thought the way they handled Mike and Sully's relationship felt more natural that way. It didn't feel rushed. It was kind of like I thought it was well thought out for them to be become friends later mm-hmm. after the games, after the scare competition. So, yeah, and I, I, I have two things. I'm like, one based on what Paul just said and one based on what Jared <laughs> said. Jumping off both, they're not really going to merge. So first, Jared, um, <laughs> the, you're talking about how it's light and fun, and I agree it is. But actually, that's something that I loved so much more about this movie than Monsters, Inc. I felt like I felt like the comedy in Monsters, Inc. is almost like it was trying to be comedic. Like, oh, we have Billy Crystal. Let's get the jokes going. Mm-hmm. As opposed to this, everything felt so much more organic in the comedy. Yeah. And I was like, I loved... Everything funny about the the Uzma Kappa is that the okay fraternity? The, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Them. Right. Like yeah, the funny bits in the games. I, I just like I was laughing so much throughout this movie and uh, <laughs> so much of it more humorous. So I I, I lo- yes, it was lighter in terms of that, but I I enjoy it made for a more enjoyable experience for me in that mm-hmm. regard. Now to what Paul said about their relationship, yeah, I think they're Mike and Sully's arc in this was was excellent and if you've listened to our show i i love the whole two rivals two two people start out as rivals and become friends i for some reason i love that trope in storytelling uh <laughs> so this played right into that for me so they made it for you exactly yes this this was Fr- monsters university made for francisco ruiz <laughs> <laughs> you know what you know what my dislike one of the things that i dislike is and and we both we all said that we were not in the frater- fraternity. I was, believe it or not, not in the sorority either. Hmm. Um, and but the the sorority girls that were all snakes, they all seemed like the same character. And I know this was done probably on purpose, right? Right. But the movie I thought did such a good job of diversifying all the monsters and focusing on each one's ability so much so that when it came to this sorority, it felt like there wasn't given much thought to it. But like, for example, they had the Mm. goth sorority and each one of those uh, characters were different sizes with different uh, styles of clothing within the goth style. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But this sorority was all the same. And I know it's a statement on the sorority to mimic like the plastic models Mm -hmm. are only allowed in this group, but they are so close together that it came to me. It came across as something that, Oh, let's go back and we'll add more to this later. And they just never got around to it. So that whole sorority plays like one character basically. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. And they pretty much, and even when they get all evil looking, they do it at the same the time. Same, so, yeah. I would agree. I would agree with you, Paul. And that actually makes me, I'm curious. Do you guys feel like any of this movie? So come, so you know where I'm coming from. I, I feel like this movie went on a little too long. I'm curious if there's any <laughs> what parts of this movie it? you think could have been cut. For instance, <laughs> I feel like, I mean, maybe your guys' college experience were different. I don't remember goth being a thing in college. It was in high school, but not in college. So I don't know why that whole sorority fraternity even exists. I feel like <laughs> that's you because cut the, that and cut a lot of a whole game. Even if you're the gods hid in the dark corner in in college, that's why you couldn't see them. You're <laughs> out with a lighter crowd. <laughs> I'm sure if I rewatched it with that in mind, I could probably find some things, but there's nothing that like jumps out, you know, that's screaming when, you know, why was this included? Mm-hmm. 
Uh, Jared, do you have anything that you can think well, of? Well, no, I mean, so here's the problem I have, like, with Pixar films, is I tend to like all the parts. Uh, mm-hmm. But then when you mm-hmm. look at it as a whole, do you think, could it be tighter you know and sometimes mm-hmm. you just like the scene with yeah. those balls that make them expand hilarious and it's funny and you wouldn't want to cut that out because it's so funny <laughs> so then which game do you cut out and it gets hard because they're right. kind of great little pieces but i agree because yeah. that's why i think to me the ending is great but it feels rushed and if we could have spent yeah, a little yeah. more time with some of that emotional part like i, mm-hmm. I would have liked a little more of that to bleed into the rest of the film but mm-hmm. but true. again i i couldn't say right now what i would take out specifically it's weird because yeah. as you're watching this and then when um mike wins the the final scare thing in mm-hmm. the competition and they all win you think that's the ending and right. yet it goes on and i have this feeling when i'm watching it's like okay, it's ending now, right? Okay, yeah. it's ending now, right? And I'm doing that through the rest of the film. But you know, So I think the pacing is just a little bit off there, but I don't know what I would change. Yeah. Well, like I said, you yeah, cut the I goth team and then you get to cut a whole game and then mm. you're, you're good. I mean, that times it up a lot. So Maybe Not the library, I, maybe the library you, game. The library game could have been. Oh, cool. I yeah. love the library game. With, it, well, it's, I love again, it. it's <laughs> funny. Like yeah. everything's great, but I'm like that one... I don't know. It feels like if you had to get rid of one of your children, that would be the one. Yeah, <laughs> I should say I, I wish they. they it, I'd be fine getting rid of that game if they could move that character somewhere else. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe the librarian. May, yeah, I just I love oh, the look was, yeah, and she how she gigantic she got. Maybe it's just <laughs> there. They go to the library to visit, and she just turns into that just for a second. So you just see it. But it doesn't have to be a whole set piece. So, right. or you can I cut think the, the time of that, it is in half mm-hmm. because half the time they're walking yeah, slowly. slowly. <laughs> Don't make a noise. I think the game I would have taken out is the one we're in the maze and they have to avoid the teenagers. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. That, that was felt, relatively like, was pretty qu- quick though. That felt it like was it was quick. very like edited, like like montage. Yeah, yeah, but it it didn't like there wasn't anything exciting or funny about it. It was. Pretty, uh, yeah, that was a pretty boring game. Who was your favorite uh, Uzma oh. Kappa member? Oh, that's oh. so hard. I thought you were going to say who's your favorite character because my favorite character in the movie is that slug that's always rushing and could never get to anywhere. <laughs> oh, <at time>. yeah. <laughs> so have you say? Have you did you stay to the end of the credits? Yes. Yes. Okay. Good. He was still. Yes. Uh, uh, Uzma Kappa. Okay, well, I would probably I would probably say the guy with many uh, the kid with many eyes, but squishy. that could sneak sneak up on you like Batman. Well, you know what? The, I really loved hearing uh, Dave Foley again. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm gonna go with the two the two headed. Now, did one. he voice both the heads? No. He okay. Voiced one Who was the other guy? Uh, Terry and Terry. It was the guy from Will and Grace. Um, yes. 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 Uh, Jack. Oh. The, yeah, Jack from Will and Grace. Yeah. Because sometimes they sounded like it could be the <laughs> yeah, same guy, but yeah. then I was like, I don't think that's the same guy. Yeah, so that makes sense. Thanks. Mm-hmm. How about Gosh. yours, Jared? Uh, I guess Squishy. I liked his design. Uh, yeah. And it was, a, it was a sweet character. And uh, yeah, I guess I'd say Squishy too. Yeah, I don't know. Mark, did you, did you say what yours? I think Squishy was mine too, just because he was, I don't know... It, it wasn't like he was an extraordinary character. And I think you can say that about all of the Uzma Kappa guys, but he was the funniest to me, I think, just yeah. because of like his reaction, like his relationship in within the group 
and the fact that it, you know it was his house so he could have more interactions with getting embarrassed by his mom mm-hmm. and then at the end when don ends up marrying his mom and then they're like don't don't think of me as your dad think of me as your brother who's married your mom and it's like the, worse, i just worse I, yeah, yeah i love that um you know he was able to have those like just cringing moments and i don't yeah. know he he was a fun character and he had a but, lot of heart too, I'd say. Yeah. He was yeah. a very sweet character. I think um they all were likable. I think Art was the most boring for me. Yeah. Like, yeah. I agree. He with that. Th- he was pretty flat. Like there wasn't much depth to him. Uh and he didn't really provide anything to the whole movie, actually. He was well, probably he seemed like he had out. to be like the stoner guy without being the stoner guy, right? Yeah. yeah that's a good way <laughs> that's exactly what he was. Yeah. <laughs> So forgettable. Okay. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Uh, yeah. Have we gotten a dislike from Francisco yet? Yeah, right. I just liked how the campus is so much bigger than the city. But. <laughs> oh, but that was that was during the like phase. Do you have one right now? Another one? Uh, oh, like, yeah, you know what? One came to me just a moment ago, but it was pretty small. Hmm. Uh, I have one more really big like, uh, but big oh, like or big dislike? No, a big like. Oh, okay. Right, let's hear it. Okay, so I, th- and this is very like 80s cartoons, moral of the story thing, but I really mm-hmm. liked how they played it out. Um, you you have uh, Mike and Sully and Hardscrabble all like very prideful and very stuck in their ways in a way. Like uh, Mike is like, I'm the smart one. I know I'm scary and I can just book learn my way to the top. And Sully's like, I don't need to learn anything. I got this because I'm a Sullivan. And then Harshcrabble's like, oh, I know who's scary and who's not scary. And nothing gets by mm. me. I'm so amazing because I'm Helen Mirren. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, who is amazing? I'm not. No right. diss to you, Helen. I know you're a listener to the, <laughs> the podcast. But uh, anyway, <laughs> I, li- I like how they're all challenged and they all have an authentic change. Uh, Mike realizes he needs to, this he's part of a team. Uh, Sully realizes that he has to, he has to be more than just, just how he is. He has to Mm -hmm. learn and, and take, uh, get trained by Mike. And I love how hard scrabbles. And then like, you know what? You surprised me. Keep surprising me. And mm-hmm. I loved that. She didn't let them back into the university. That's right. Like <laughs> monsters Inc. Who's like, Oh yeah, boo. And you can sell, you can get back to boo. It's okay. No, it's like <laughs> there are consequences and you worked your way up to the top, which is awesome. I loved it so much. <laughs> <laughs> no, I completely agree. And I think that that to me really, uh, saves this film Mm. Uh, again because i I don't think it's a bad film at all but i I think it gives it a weight and an emotion uh, Mm -hmm. that that you're not seeing like i said you're not seeing it throughout the rest of the film like they they hint at the pressure that sully's kind of under but there was no scene with his dad or you know what i mean like they don't play it on pretty hard it all comes kind of tumbling in at the end uh, but the end is very good like the end is like just how they they go about scaring people in the uh, you know, in that little campground oh, that, scene. And so like, great. Yes. I do. I want to talk about this scene really quick though, because this, I had a little note on this one that, and I wanted to see what you guys thought. If that, if you came in there as one of the adults after the fact and had to like investigate oh the, the room, would you have been scared as well? <laughs> oh, totally. That, <laughs> that was done so well. I thought that was like, 
they 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 picked up on exactly they I think they framed it and blocked it just like a horror movie. Mm-hmm. I thought it was it was exceptional in that way. Uh so I would I would have been I don't know if I had screamed. Mm-hmm. I, I I'm not much of a screamer, but <laughs> I would have been like I would have maybe passed out at in terror because it was <laughs> horrible. Yeah. Uh what about you guys, Paul and Jared? Would you have been scared too? Oh definitely scared, yeah. If I saw a blue creature, like <laughs> a blue hairy creature, or even a, a, a shiny green creature, yeah, yeah. Either way, it's totally out of this world. And, you know, in the dark, of course, you're going to be more scared because you don't know what it <laughs> <Yeah>. is. <laughs> and that yeah, wind up toy walking across. Walk, the- yeah, <laughs> they did all the horror stuff, which was, yeah. which was a lot of fun. Um, but I, yeah, I think I'm like Francisco. I probably wouldn't have screamed. I, I might have tried to get out of there right away or yeah, passed yeah. out too, but probably not scream. So uh, okay. well, fight or flight. One there of those would have kicked in. <laughs> <laughs> well, all right. So I'm going to give my big dislike and it, it has to do with the ending. I don't think this movie had a very uplifting message at all. So like I just <laughs> laid out how it was uplifting. Mark. I love what it. You're talking I about? love it. But so I get what you're saying and I agree, but that kind of happens. Do you? Like, I don't dirt. think you do. Yeah, I yeah, agree. With Francisco. Talk. It happens. <laughs> I, I, so what you're saying, like he works hard and goes back to the top, but that happens like off screen, pretty much. Um, you know, through the mail room and then yeah, yeah exactly okay. within right. like 30 seconds too. So yeah. this whole movie, it's you know Mike's whole message is if you work hard, like you can do it. Like I'm gonna be the best, and I study my ass off, and it's gonna be great. I get straight A's, all this whatever. Um, mm-hmm. And then he ends up getting kicked out of school and having to work in the mailroom. Like, like that's all fine. But the message that I got from it is if you work your ass off and study hard, there's no guarantee that it's going to pay out for you. Like, the, Which is life. The yeah. end. Yeah, but you go to see these movies so you can get reassured that your hard work is going to amount to something. No, but see, Mark, what mm-hmm. you're missing is this is actually a lesson <laughs> in me. not gambling because he didn't have to get kicked out at all. If he didn't gamble with hard scrabble about, oh, if we can win these games, then uh, I'll get to got, stay in. But, so really, but he got kicked out. Yeah, he yeah, lost the bet. Because he gambled. No, no, no. If he hadn't gambled, he would no, have he he been the scare school. I don't. He got scared, kicked out of the scare school, but not Monsters University. He was over making scare cans. Uh, I guess. And I don't see, know. When, I, this took a weird turn at the end when they got kicked out of the university. I thought they were going to go to Fear Tech, the rival <laughs> school. Too, yeah. <laughs> but no, they go to the mailroom, which worked out anyway. But then when this movie began, I was watching with my wife, and I'm like, it, well, while well, Mike. Mike Wazowski. While he's trying to uh, get into the scare program, I turn to my wife and I'm saying, he doesn't become a scare. He's working all through this whole movie and he is Sully's, he winds up working for Sully, Sully's assistant, you know, and getting the door ready. So, well, yeah, but he, oh, go ahead and finish, sorry. I understand where you're coming from, Mark, in that, like, it's all leading, oh, if I could become a scare, I could be scary. And it's, it's kind of like all for nothing 
Yes. Is that where you're going? <laughs> yeah. But part of his transformation is that he learns that he's actually more of the coach. That's his mm-hmm. much. That's yeah, but he's not he's happy meant with to that. Be. He settles for that. There's a huge difference. By the end, I don't feel he's like he has settles. settled for it. After yeah, after I, Sully talks to him at the lake and they get back, I I get the impression that, and he seems very like inspired when Hard Scrabble says, "You're you surprise me. Keep surprising me." Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, he's he's encouraged by that. Yeah, he's so got a. He just uh, accepts the fact that he'll never be what he wants to. So he makes the most of that decision. Yes. We can't. But it's I not, mean, he's not happy okay, about it. Okay, Mark, yes. what did you want to be when you grew up? Oh, here we <laughs> oh. go. Oh man! <laughs> oh no! It's getting it's real now. In tears. <laughs> uh, I don't remember if I. I don't think I've ever had like a one thing. Um, okay. Well, I wanted to be a fireman. That okay. didn't happen. So, but I learned. Is it because you're too short? Oh, jeez. <laughs> oh, Mike. <laughs> Mike. Well, you're Mike. You're shorter. You know, Mike. Mike with house. Wow, the gloves are. He off. is Randall. <laughs> <laughs> um. All, I no. I just never. I never applied myself to that. Uh. But I so learned. You didn't work hard. Okay. But you know what? I, I originally <laughs> went to school. I uh, perf- Okay, I went to university to learn how to program video games because I really mm-hmm. wanted to get into video games. But through that process, I learned that I don't want to spend uh, a whole day writing 400 lines of code just so that I can uh, essentially do have the put in numbers to create a square root and get the answer for that. Mm-hmm. That was not what I really was going to school for. Now you could say I went to the wrong school and in hindsight, maybe I could have gone to a better school, but <laughs> for, for that, but Things actually very different through, right now. through that, I, I learned, um, yeah, exactly. I learned that I really had this, uh, uh, inclination or proclivity for web design and I really got into that. It coupled both coding and art, and I, and that's where I really found a lot of um, a lot of my strengths. And I wouldn't have done that. I wouldn't have gone there if I had gone to that video game university, or if I had gone to firefighter engineering, <laughs> whatever that would yeah. be. Fire science. <laughs> yes, fire science. I see, I see your point. I still disagree. No, because right. I, I would agree with Francisco because I think that's the that is the that's the right choice exactly. <laughs> you know what? I see both sides and I can appreciate both. There you go. That's very so that's winning. a very weak stance. But let yeah. me <laughs> no, but like that's what's great about this film, I think, and that's what's great about that ending is that it does take that approach that it did. It could mm. take a very easy do steps one, two, and three, and you'll be successful, mm, but it didn't. Right. And it found its way out in sort of a more meaningful more way. Look, yeah. I look at it like this, like say, say it wasn't scaring that they wanted to say it was playing football and, mm-hmm. and Mike just would not be able to play football. Right. And that's a mm-hmm. very real thing for Especially a lot for of that kids. Giant slug. as that oh, one gosh. player <laughs> that <Yeah>. just <laughs> exactly. <went> through. <laughs> I mean, how does the other team even win? I mean, go ahead, go ahead. (laughs) So that's kind of how I looked at it. Like you can study football, you can know everything about stats, you can, you know, know all the plays, but there could be a limit to what you can do as far as professional football or college football even. And, and Sully was sort of the opposite of that, right? He could, he could play, but he couldn't do school or he couldn't Mm -hmm. whatever. And so it just kind of really ends up being that, you know, you kind of do what you're good at and be happy about 
what you can do, what you're naturally gifted towards, and and it makes it that they're a good team, mm-hmm. you know, that they're sort of better together, and and that kind of ties up with, you know, what kind of what happens in the in the in the original film. So mm-hmm. that's kind of how I saw it. I thought it was very like a sweet approach. Like uh, when you look at it, they're basically saying like you don't have to go to college. And like, <laughs> yeah. That's kind of surprised me. Like I'm like they're I, saying yeah. like you know you can get in kicked way, out of college. Yeah. But you can still. Yeah. Do you know do how hard okay. it is to get in the mail room these days? I want to <laughs> exactly. know how they got there. <laughs> That's the moral. <laughs> so have, I was uh, surprised. I was very surprised by that take and that approach. And that's what I, that's what I took away from this film. Like that's why I liked this film in the end. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, Me you're too. all wrong. So mm. <laughs> doesn't matter. Well, fine. Um, I'm happy being wrong. Yes. Did you have a? Uh, Another, any other likes or dislikes or like your main ones? Yeah, I, I've already interrupted so many times that I've gone through all mine. <laughs> yeah, the only, the only thing I can think of that I didn't like, and but it makes completely sense from a story standpoint, mm. is how much the the Roar guys ignored how Mike did catch the pig at the very beginning. I mean, mm. it seems so obvious and yet oh, yeah. it's like, oh, well, you're not. It doesn't matter. It didn't really matter that you because got Because he didn't. They, it was obvious he didn't have that it factor, even yeah, though he did I catch get, him. Well, yeah, and this goes back to what we were just saying. I get that. And I, I get why it happened. I get why it played out. I'm just saying from a purely in the moment and me feeling See, the same way that know, Mike would feel. Yeah, now you know how Mike felt. So they did a good job. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so did, did you guys think, or do you have anything that you think that this movie did better than the first one? Everything. A lot of things. Better everything. everything. <laughs> <laughs> um, I know I'm, I'm very alone the, in that. The humans but, looked better. Well, the humans oh. looked better. <laughs> yeah, uh, okay, uh, so we'll just address that right off the better. bat. The graphics, I mean, it's... Are much better, yeah. It's yeah. funny how this is supposed to be a prequel, but... Everything looks so much better, uh, like like it, Star Trek or I mean, Star Wars. Awakens. There you yeah. go. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's just a completely different. I don't know. It's like not even the same universe. Do you guys think um, they, that it, Pixar would ever go back and remaster their older films to update them? See, I no. would think they wouldn't. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think, I think so. I, I've thought about that, and it seems like the sequels have been their way of addressing. Like, oh yeah, uh, you know, like we can make these things look so much better now. I feel like uh-huh. they'd have too much respect for the for the, the film the that they created. Yeah, in the time, yeah. and it kind of represents a, a, a sort of a time, like a, a space and time when these things mm-hmm. were created. Because I agree, Monsters Inc. Uh, the the graphics did not age well. It looks like uh, Saturday morning stuff now or something. But mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, at the time, it looked fantastic. Uh, the people was a problem they were a problem in toy story and everything but yeah um but i remember thinking like this film looks amazing when we first saw it so it, it's the, hard to I, kind of take it out of the context of that time period before okay before we move on to our final ratings would you i'll go down the line here so but let me just ask this first would you guys be interested in seeing another trip to the monsters inc world um, so we'll start with Paul. What do you, would you be interested in seeing another film, whether that's a, another prequel or a sequel to the prequel or a sequel to the original? Any other movie set in this universe? Yes. All right. You want me to expound on that? Uh, I, <laughs> I, guess, I think you would have if you had more, but 
I'll take yes as well, an answer. I, I didn't want to get into because it goes into it sort of uh, the final rating, yeah. but um, I wouldn't have before Monsters University. That's why I didn't see Monsters mm. University uh. in the theater. But I really enjoyed this movie. So because of Monsters University, I'm definitely interested if they were to do another uh, Monsters uh, Universe movie. Mm. Jared? Uh, I feel like a sequel is inevitable. Uh, No matter what anyone says, uh, (laughs) that that, that, at some point they're going to want to revisit this franchise. Because there's only two, and and they usually – takes usually three for everyone to get upset and then four to finally like <laughs> stop it. <laughs> and yet they're making Indiana Jones five. There you go. Oh, but um, yeah, I feel like, I feel like they would, people would want them to go back to, and I know you guys will hate this, but back to the first movie. There was always talk that the sequel would be about Boo's kids or, or something right. like yeah. that, right? That it goes back to the, the, the kid thing. And I thought that was kids the most interesting thing universe. about the first film was how they were saying, like, it's harder to scare kids now. Like, that was kind of interesting to, to sort of approach mm-hmm. it that way, that they're, you know, they're getting less scared at a younger age and things like that. So, but now I don't they know. don't have to. Now they just open up night, uh, comedy right. clubs. It's just comedy clubs. <laughs> so I don't know if there's a way to revisit that or if a kid comes in or I don't know, or if there's a different relationship between monsters and kids or something else is scaring yeah, them now. Yeah. I don't know. I feel well, like Pixar is good at sort of finding an angle. Disease. On some so one things, thing yeah. that they, I think they may have kind of hinted at it, but so in the first Monsters, Inc., like they say that the company isn't doing very well, like they're about to go under, which like leads you to believe that there's other energy companies. Mm. Oh um, yeah, I guess so. Huh? And then Monsters Inc. They turn from scaring to laughter. Mm-hmm. Um, I think so. To answer the question that I asked, I would be interested in revisiting this world. I think it'd be interesting to see like a rival energy company that maybe didn't. St- Stay up with the times and is still scaring and how like I don't know Monsters Inc. and this other company kind of for some reason they have they butt heads and something ensues um, but anyways right, right. like it's the conservative movement that they would want to no 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 let's keep scaring kids let's not right, do this right. this laughing thing um, I, I'm so sorry so. you guys as, as compelling as these ideas are nothing compares to the idea of Thanos attacking this universe that's what I want to see they should it'll all connect soon right there's going to yes, be an Avengers, Disney Star Wars, so, Marvel yeah, Pixar exactly. yeah. It's, it's like that Francis one bit Co- that Pan Oswald did in Parks and Recreation oh yeah. yeah oh yeah yeah um, after watching this I would like to see more I think I, I'm I'm it's funny, Mark, you were talking about the competing corporations for some reason made me think that I, almost like a, it'd be fun to see a Monsters, Inc. Newsies where they're like, <laughs> there needs to be some sort of unionization of the labor the day. <laughs> because the new water news and maybe some other big wig are like really putting the pressure, the, putting the screws to the monsters. But, uh, but I, I mean, I, I'm kind of with my uh, co-host here, Paul, of having some, I, I don't think it needs to, I think just keeping it in the Pixar universe would be, a, would be interesting. It seems like there's, there's lots of opportunities with um, inside out. You have maybe people coming out, sort of elements coming out of people's minds. There's the Incredibles. I think is easy to fit in here. Monsters Inc. Uh, so you I, are talking about crossing. The- yeah. I think that would be really oh, interesting. That's, no. that's, 
I don't and think you have that this whole, they would ever do that, though. But you have this... Well, why can't doors go into other universes? Yeah, because look <laughs> at Disney Infinity. Mm-hmm. There you go. Exactly. Where they interact there. Anyway. So... <laughs> I think that I I would love to see something like that. Whether it would turn out, I have no idea. But oh man! Well, you know what's funny you is I don't, I, did you guys see the? I'm assuming you guys didn't go to D23 Expo, the Disney. Not Japan. this year. Oh, the year a couple. Paul. No, a couple of years ago I did not. The previous one I did not this year. Oh, okay. So they showed yeah. a scene from the new Wreck It Ralph sequel. You know, oh. Ralph. So it's Ralph breaks the internet. Yeah. Uh, okay. So so they're traveling around the internet. Uh, I didn't actually see the clip because I didn't wait eight eighteen hours oh to get gosh. into that panel. That's another reason why I didn't go this year. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but apparently, like this clip was the big talked about clip. Uh, so. I don't know. They're they're in the internet, so you can imagine all the things that they're gonna explore, right? Every mm-hmm. website, everything. So apparently, oh, they go to website. Oh My Disney website. <laughs> <laughs> oh really? And yeah, and something mm-hmm. very similar happens there. So they have uh, like C three PO and R two D two are in there, and they're kind of servants oh, to the no. princesses, which oh, is wow. really strange. <laughs> and it's I don't all know these. If I'm on board with this. <laughs> all the worlds oh. are like together in that. So some people loved it, thought it was hilarious. Other people were just horrified by it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so they I think it. there is going to be, I, I unless hope, that gets cut from the film, there is going to be that possibility for that. I hope of, that that's just like a, a, either a quick joke or yeah. um, like a, an extended trailer. So, you know, they did that with Frozen where the trailer was a scene that just was, they made up to show this world where uh, mm. Olaf and the moose or whatever, the reindeer right, eat, right. go after that. the nose. Uh, I hope it's something like that. Cause that, I don't know. I have to strongly disagree with Francisco. I think <laughs> it'd be way too, <laughs> way too messy to try and uh, cross worlds. Uh, all right. So I think it's time for our final rating. So um, I actually changed them up a little bit from, so we've only done one other hmm. movie review and that was it. Um, but I wanted to talk <laughs> uh, a little bit more. See, that was it. It was it. 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 Oh, yeah, uh, it was uh, it. Uh, yeah. Uh, you know, <laughs> when we we did that recording, I thought there would be a lot more moments where there was jokes about it, but it didn't happen. So oh. <laughs> here, they, here, here they come now. Uh, anyways, um, I changed the ratings up a little bit. And the top of the list is See It Again. And this is a movie that is so good that you re- we recommend you see it multiple times. Um, and then we have See It Once. This is a movie you definitely should check out uh, at least one time. And then we have See It Later, where it's, it's not terrible, but you don't have to rush to a theater or go rent this and watch it immediately. Maybe catch <laughs> it at the Dollar Theater or wait for it to hit Netflix and you can stream it there. Um, and then the worst rating is See It Never. And I think it's pretty self-explanatory that we do not recommend you see this movie in Waste any of time. capacity. Right. Yep. There you go. All right. So since you seem to be the most with it, Francisco, you can go first. Oh. <laughs> what? I want Offensive. my squared co sandwich. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. Oh. So, okay. So it sounds like we're going to do a retro rewind. Oh, no. This will be no, a no, squared no. co sandwich because we're the meat. So you go first, then me, and Well, that's not how you described it disgustingly in the other episodes. Usually you start it and then I finish it. (laughs) Yeah, that's because 
Normally, <laughs> we have just one guest, so it's now your we have show. Two to sandwich however, us in the middle. If you'd like uh, me to start, I will start. That's fine. There we go. Uh, okay, start the so for, for me, wheat, white. What kind oh of bread? Are you? <laughs> yeah, marble. How Glute, about that? Gluten free. <laughs> uh, for me. Uh, it's pretty simple, and if you can't tell by now, I mm. you probably haven't been listening to me. It's definitely see it again for me. I okay. As after I watched this movie, I wanted to own it right away, wow. and I I I'm kind of a completionist, so I was actually annoyed <laughs> that I would want to have to also own Monsters Inc. if I wanted to <laughs> complete the set. But this movie. Well, if you want to complete the set, so. you have to own all the Pixar movies. I'm not that because much they're going to be in the third movie. That's why. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh yeah, man. that's yeah, right. You're screwed. It's <laughs> <laughs> a pretty heavy oh. investment. Um, yeah. Okay, so before we move on to the, our next, to me, I guess, how would this? What is something that was like? I don't know. Borderline could have made it drop down to a C at once. Oh, I think, well, if they had gone back into Monsters University at the end, definitely. Uh, or yeah. if uh, if they had tried to squeeze Boo in some, well, no, I guess that wouldn't have made any sense. But Well, maybe uh, exactly maybe why it would have dropped. Something. I don't they know. could have flashed forward or something. I <laughs> yeah, guess, yeah, like, yeah. well... Yeah, sorry, totally was not that, prepared. <laughs> but I think that's, that's, that's okay. The that's only enough. thing that comes to mind. Yeah, mm-hmm. I know. So, if you right. fell asleep during it, then well, you yeah, would have lowered. Also, yes. <laughs> but okay. But before we leave, Francisco, let me ask you: Like, why did yeah. you like this one so much more than than the first that's one? A good question. I think a lot of it was that it focused more on Mike and Sully's uh, how they became friends. For some reason, that story was a bit more compelling to me than, uh, than Sully protecting Boo. And mm-hmm. I, I mean, I think I could be wrong, but of the the four of us, I think I'm the only one that is a, a dad of children. Mm-hmm. And I mean, even with that, it's that that component wasn't all that engaging for me. Maybe it's the way they did. It. I feel like I, I've been engaged in other stories that have a similar uh, trope. But for the, for Monsters Inc., I I just it didn't do it for me. It didn't do it. Mm-hmm. It didn't do it for me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so it was the friendship between Mike and Sully I really appreciated. And yeah, I think I think that is probably the biggest thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So then, if you were to recommend. Monsters University, because it sounds like you really liked this. Mm-hmm. Would you say someone should watch uh, Monsters Inc. first, or could they skip That's it completely? Hmm. So Not does it benefit? You know like seeing I, the first I one, does it benefit? Wonder, I almost wonder if if the the if Monsters Inc. Let's is appropriate see. to watch after Monsters University. I can't think of any except big, for that one line. Or they met in the oh, fourth yeah. grade. Well, yeah, <laughs> right. That would be a little weird, but I can't think of any like story beats in Monsters Inc. that are spoiled mm-hmm. by. It's not like Anakin. You you find out he's drunk. Yeah. It, it well, it kind of like is that. because that that lady Roz. You know that she's with oh, the cleanup yeah. crew in this. Well, but she's, she's pretty masked though, and I don't, I don't think you're going to register her if if you haven't well, seen Monsters. Maybe Inc. not. And but they're so they're not really involved in the first or Monsters U that much, where you know you right. know how it would like there was an undercover, yeah, um, right. So investigation uh, or whatever. Game, 
getting back to your your question, Jared, I think I think it is worth seeing Monsters Inc. Um, and I think you might even get more out of Monsters Inc. Having that friendship already established and feeling good about their friendship, and I feel like mm-hmm. it actually even makes it more of a test in Monsters Inc. when when that when Sully is putting Boo uh, ahead of that friendship. I think that makes mm-hmm. it more compelling. So mm-hmm. I, I I'd say reverse the order and watch them both. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. That's right, a good so answer though. My good uh, answer. Good answer. <laughs> <laughs> My turn, my turn. Okay. Um, so I have the same rating as Francisco. I gave it a see it again. You've chosen um, wisely. Thank you, <laughs> thank you. And you know, it's weird that when I first saw Monsters U or University, I, like, I think I was kind of underwhelmed, but I think mm. it's because at the time I loved Monsters Inc. so much, or at least I thought I did. Um, and I was just comparing well, it to you know, I don't know, something of perfection, but for some reason now on the <laughs> second viewing or third, maybe, uh, I really, I don't know. I really liked monsters university and it may have been because the week prior I watched monsters Inc mm-hmm. and I just could not get over those graphics. Uh, <laughs> and this one was just miles better. So compared to that fact, uh, it made it a lot more enjoyable for me. But yeah, I definitely enjoyed it, and I would say watch it multiple times. Do you think, Mark? I have a question for you now. Do you think if Monsters University had the same graphics as Monsters mm-hmm. Inc., mm-hmm. would you like it as much? No way. Oh, okay. No <laughs> way. Not even close. Because I think, I mean, like Jared was saying, that what they did with the lighting, um, and mm-hmm. I liked the buildings. Even though there were buildings and it had a similar aesthetic in Monsters, Inc., mm-hmm. they were they would never be able to create the campus, um, you know, 15 years ago like they did for this one. It'd be more uh, of so a yeah, community college. Monsters <laughs> community <laughs> college. It would just be one building that, yeah, and it, there's no way. I would definitely would not like it as much. Monsters not University online. You just see uh, my There you go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's funny. All right. So the other meat of this sandwich, uh, uh, Jared, <laughs> you're up. Oh, that's our, oh, okay. Okay. So it's, it's really more of a retro rewind sandwich, right? No, nah. because you describe the sandwich as the meat. When you right. have a meatball sandwich, you're not describing it's a, the bread. It's a turkey sandwich. It's because there's turkey in the middle. I yeah. agree. I agree. But we're we're flip. Okay. Okay. Um, so I before, would say yeah. Yeah, we could talk yeah. more about sandwiches <laughs> if you want. No, no. Um, I would say see it once. Um, I, I don't know mm-hmm. that it holds up for me over and over again. Mm-hmm. It's one of the films that I don't watch. Uh, over and over again and, and especially if you it's hard not to compare Pixar films to other Pixar films yeah sure. and uh, I, I watched some of these quite a bit quite a few times um, so I know I haven't come back to this one in, in quite a while so seeing it again with fresh eyes it was it was fun to see it but I know I don't keep coming back to it so based on that and based on kind of my overall feelings of it um, I think yeah see it at least once it's worth seeing once what so Jared how many higher Oh wait, let's take that. What did I, What oh, were you going to say, Paul? Paul, you over. How many How many times have you seen this? Would you say uh, I saw it once in the theaters, and I've seen it maybe, including this time, three times on 
uh, on DVD or, so, or since the theaters. So were you disappointed when the opportunity came up to re- to review it for the podcast? Like, <laughs> oh, I only wanted to see it once and now I have to see it again. <laughs> Uh, no, I mean, because I had, it's been a while, like this came out in 13, so it's been a while since I, since I last watched it. So, uh, no, I was happy to, I mean, it's again, this is all relative to Pixar films. So I do love the Pixar stuff. So it's never a problem to watch. Now, if I had to watch like uh, some DreamWorks stuff over and over again, that would be (laughs) Shark Tale. (laughs) You want to watch Shark Tale? Exactly. That, that would be more like dread based viewing. um, That would be horrible. So what would make it be higher? Uh, well, I think, like I said, like I wanted some of that emotion sprinkled out mm. a little bit more throughout the rest of the film. I felt mm. it was too like back end heavy with 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 some really good stuff, though. But just I wanted it to I don't know. I just wanted more of that in the, the film. Yeah. All right, Paul, finish the sandwich off. All right. Um Basically, I rate it, see it again. Uh, like I said, I saw it for the first time earlier this year, and I was ex- surprisingly excited to rewatch it again for this podcast. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't recommend that you watch it several times a year. <laughs> I, I, I would recommend that you put some space in between each watching. A few years would be good, but um, I, I think it, it's enjoyable on multiple watches. So what made you watch it? Uh, earlier this year was it was it a specific reason it's it's yeah okay when it came out on video i missed it when it was in theater Mm -hmm. when it came out on video i went out and i got it i owned it and i just (laughs) it's been sitting in my collection in my to see list and so um and uh, unfortunately good dinosaur is one of those that i own that i still haven't seen that it's on Mm -hmm. my to see list so um, no, when the time comes, <laughs> no, I'm looking forward to it. Cause I've heard other people who, who love uh, Pixar and they really enjoyed it. So, mm-hmm. um, my going in there, I have high hopes, not too high, but, um, <laughs> it's, I, being a Disney fan, I, I gotta see these movies eventually. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we should, uh, that should be another episode, Mark, since they both haven't seen the good dinosaur, oh, that, could oh, be a, yeah, that might be a be good one. Cause they can't do it on their show. Cause it's not that That's old. Right, yeah. Yet, so I've only, yeah. yeah, I've only seen it once in theaters too. So it might but be, if you rate it, watch years. it once, maybe you, we shouldn't <laughs> because then you're going over your limit. <laughs> <laughs> well, or you could be like, yep, folks, if, I watched it twice. That's it. Don't do it. <laughs> It's all right. If Jared's allowed to do it, then I can make an exception for myself. There you go. Um, so, Paul, right. how did you feel about this movie, though, in conjunction to the to the first film? You know, I'd be very. I'm, that's one of the things I'm very curious. I want to. I almost want to watch the second one. I mean, the written. <laughs> I I want to watch Monsters Inc. after this to mm-hmm. see if what kind of flow it has. Is it mm-hmm. better as a prequel or sequel? So it's a very good question. I'm curious myself. Yeah. Mark, did we lose him? Is he frozen? Uh, he's jerky nope. a little bit. Keep talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. And Paul, well, I'm curious what would have uh, made it lower on the list for you. That's something we've all go. sort of gone over. Mm-hmm. Um. I think if those sorority girls were... Oh, wait, that would have made it better. Sorry. Uh, what would have made it worse? 
<laughs> um, I don't. I think yeah, focusing more on the human aspects. I think it's more interesting to that they kept it focused on the monsters in that world. Hmm. Whenever they when and I did think it was interesting when they went into the human world that it was still focused on their relationship. Mm -hmm. So um, less humans, if they brought in more human aspects, I think it would have made it worse. So, so the last thing I have um, about the movie that we didn't talk about yet, uh, or I didn't get the chance to ask and I'll just do it as the wrap up here. I think um, we've gone longer than the actual movie <laughs> at this point. No. <laughs> yeah, but I'm going to have to edit a lot of my mess ups <laughs> and uh, when I get dropped out. Anyways, you know, in order to win the scare competition, Sully cheated for Mike. Would you guys have mm -hmm. been mad or upset if someone cheated in order for your team to win? Would you have been honest and confessed or just taken the victory? If we were Mike or we were... Yeah, who Mike. are we? Yeah, oh, we're, so you're Mike okay. in the e equation. Would oh. you be upset or, and basically tell on yourself and your team, or would you accept I, the I, victory? Not at first, but I would eventually be upset because I hear I worked for this, and, and Mike came to the same conclusion that I'm not as good as everyone is celebrating me to be. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? Mm -hmm. so, yeah, totally. Um, and I, I would have went and given the trophy to the second place people and said, "Look, you've earned this." What uh, about your teammates? Uh, what I, I, what about them? I, yeah. I personally would have taken the trophy. I wouldn't have gotten the authorities at, or the teacher. At, at the, I don't know what I would do because there's a whole program thing in that. I first would take the trophy and give it to the to the second when every when you know everyone's gone by then so only that team would know and then it would eventually get out and the authorities would know and then they would decide to do whatever mm -hmm. sort of like la la land and the oscars right like yeah <laughs> exactly eventually they'll get the, the right people will get the the trophy all right so we're right. going to do the reverse of sandwich from what we did before so jared your answer Yes, absolutely. It'd be embarrassing if I said no. <laughs> what on earth would I say no? I, I would, I would take that false victory and and celebrate. Yes, of course. So, so of course I'll be the one to say a younger me, one hundred percent, would have taken the victory without even feeling bad about it at all. Oh, okay. Now, the older I get, the more of a conscience I have, and I definitely would feel bad but it'd be i mean something you guys didn't really consider you didn't know at the time that you got the trophy and the victory you know your whole teammate who worked so hard they are back into the scare program by admitting defeat or cheating you're taking that away from them um, right not knowing that you know the dean would let them Right, which is why I wouldn't team. say I wouldn't go to the dean right. uh directly I would just go to the team and eventually they would find out and hopefully the dean would feel like oh it's too late they're in anyway you know what i mean yeah <laughs> so um francisco the last that's one that's so terrible <laughs> uh for me yeah i would definitely be mad at sully because yes. here i'm i'm thinking wow i actually did it i i did all the studying. I worked so hard and, uh, Sully coached me on how to, how to scare. And I did it. It all lined up. And then to have that just found out that it was a sham would have really just really rocked who I, 
I was and like mm-hmm. uh, made me question so much. Like made me question. Uh, maybe this my whole friendship with Sully is uh, right. uh, false or, um, and so I I, I would have I would have wanted to here I would have said. Dean Hart's travel, I would have gone and said what happened, but I w- would have asked. I mean, she probably wouldn't have done this, but I would be like, <laughs> could I please try to do this? Well, I guess that's why he goes into the camp, into the the door to prove oh, that yeah. he is right. Here. Right. So that I guess in a way that. he does it. Yeah. But he did that to himself, not to right. prove to the dean. I, I get that. I was I was thinking that he would want to prove that to the dean also, but I, how it worked out, I think, makes more sense. Anyway, but it but it is interesting that it's not like. Uh, Sully saw him doing poorly and thought, okay, I'm going to fix this as it's happening. Mm-hmm. He he went in beforehand saying, yeah. I don't have faith in you. You're not going to be able to do this. Uh, <laughs> exactly. So I'm going to, to rig it. So I think there's like, that's the whole kind of darker part of it, more so than just losing yeah. The, yeah. The, the, the trophy or the, the entrance to the, to the program. And, and mm-hmm. for some reason they all got put through to the program anyway, in the end. Yeah. yeah, not yeah, not Mike ones. and Sully, but yeah, but the other guys all got in. Yeah, the end, so. But so. I I'm curious because I would have took a different route. I would have tried to go into the one that wasn't rigged to see if I can get the same kind of scare. Yeah, that um, I mean that makes sense. Yes, meter, and then from there, if I got low, then I would. Um, give the trophy to them. Yeah, but then we wouldn't have this awesome cabin experience, Paul. Well, <laughs> that's true. See, that's why my life is boring. <laughs> <laughs> but I think it's kind of like he wanted to say, like, look, this is all abstract and like school learning. I'm going to show you that when it comes down to it, right? Like in oh, the that's real world, world, yeah, I can, I am scary, not just based on your yeah. machine or anything, but yeah. So good that's, point. Yeah, that's what I was thinking I, at least. I, Sorry, this is another tangent. I'm curious. Do you guys, <laughs> do you think if there was an uh, authentic mic in front of you, like moving like and actually being a monster, you would be scared of that? Yes. There's a mic in front of me now. Moving. <laughs> oh it's a visual. It's a visual. <laughs> um, I don't, so I don't know if I would be necessarily like scared. Oh, uh, I would be. Yes. As I would Definitely. be like freaked out at this both i don't know because i'm afraid oh. of raccoons so. yes exactly <laughs> i mean think if you saw think if you saw an absolutely normal human but with one big eye even that would be well terrifying, yeah but that's right not, like, no that's not scary. no that's, that's futurama but okay so yeah. even <laughs> for me even as an adult Sometimes my daughter will come in in the middle of the night to wake me up, and it startled me. <laughs> so if there's this one-eyed, huge, weird, green-looking thing coming up and like scratching at the the <laughs> headboard or baseboard and, and running then, fast, yeah, and then just like and like getting up on me and jumping on me, I would like I would die. I, it would be so. Sc- and if he started telling jokes, I'd freak out. I wouldn't. Yes. I wouldn't be laughing. <laughs> Oh, the, I want to see more of that actually. <laughs> like, because stand up comedy is already so difficult for just a normal stand up comedian where you go to a show where you're expecting to get oh, laughs. Oh, sure. Yeah. How does, like, <laughs> how do you get somebody to laugh that is sleeping and yeah. doesn't know you exist and is not right. in the mood for laughing? Right. Right. Oh, I would be interested to see if they do ever do have a sequel, like, how they 
deal with that whole issue. Yeah. Well, they kind of do at the end, don't they? Have that other one, like. It, it, yeah, they fall back did. on the slapstick, right? Like right, none of the yeah. none of the the jokes are landing, so he's yeah. got to do the, the the silly stuff. Like that, uh, that would freak me out even more. <laughs> <laughs> A big eyeball squishing his eyeball, yeah. sticking his tongue out. <laughs> Although even maybe seeing Boo in the real world, that could be pretty terrifying. Oh, oh. oh. <laughs> I don't know what would be more freaky. <laughs> <laughs> maybe Andy from Toy Story in the first film that could be just yes, as scary <laughs> indeed Boo or Mike in the real world that's, good. <laughs> that's a good question uh, alright I think we've run long enough here um, but before we go I want to say thank you to the Retro Rewind podcast guys uh, Francisco and Paul for coming on and yeah, thank you guys so much yeah, so I think Paul or uh, Jared mentioned this. I think it would be kind of a cool idea to get you back on, maybe for a good dinosaur, maybe for a different movie. So if you guys are up for it, we'll have to figure out another time and film for you guys to come back and talk about. Yeah. So totally. as there's another fire. There you go. <laughs> Keep you on your toes. <laughs> yeah, I'd totally be down. Uh, yeah. So with that, I mean, we mentioned this several times already, but if you haven't already listened to it, um, please check out the Retro Rewind podcast episode where we talk about Monsters, Inc. Um, it, it marries very well with this episode. Um, and yeah. then just in general, uh, we'll leave links to all the how you can check out the Retro Rewind podcast to listen to them and follow them on social media. So definitely so this, be sure to check them out. This will air next next week from when we're recording it. Do you guys know what your next... Uh, episode is do we already is that already announced yeah we're gonna be covering uh the card game guillotine uh it's something it's a game paul introduced me to and it's old enough and i haven't played it in forever so we're going to play it for real because paul's actually going to be up here in portland soon Ah. and so that's what we're doing cool it's more fun to play than francisco described (laughs) (laughs) love you too paul thanks Uh, well, um, yeah, either way, definitely check out the these guys. They have, Thank I you. think you're going to be on episode 130, so there's plenty of different uh, movies to go back to um, in their, their archives to yeah. listen to and other video games and games in general that they've covered. So there should be something for everybody to yeah. at least I, check I, out. I imagine you guys have lots of uh, Star Wars fans. We've covered mm-hmm. the whole original trilogy on episode 79. Uh, Ninja Turtles fans, we've covered <laughs> the the '90s movie, which was episode uh, 43, and also the arcade game we covered oh. in episode 18. So check cool. those out. Lots of geeky, fun stuff. Yes. Yeah. Retro Rewind Podcast dot com dot com. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, so thank you guys so much again for having us on. It was, uh, and it was awesome getting to meet you, Jared. Absolutely, yeah. It's it's always interesting to sort of hear the podcast first and then and then meet afterwards. So, oh, t- yeah, yeah. It's neat to match a, a face actually with the with the voice. Yeah. Now, so we so appreciate next you guys. You got to come on the podcast. Absolutely, I would oh, love yeah. to. That'd be we fun. should have both of you on. That'd be that would yeah. be a lot of fun. All right, so um, I think we've gone on long enough here. So. Thank you again, you guys, for coming on. We really appreciate Mm -hmm. it. Um, I think that is it for today. We will see you later. Or hear you later. No, you'll hear us later. There you go. (laughs)